and welcome back to part two of our podcast on the British Grand Prix and the Hungarian Grand Prix. So we're kicking off with the Hungarian Grand Prix. Um, so what we're talk about in this episode or this part? Well, yes, we're we're going into. Um, we'll start with quali. Do our normal t- normal go? Very much similar to last week's episode, and hope then we'll even we've got some predictions of where we're going to go for Spa in a couple of weeks' time as well. So should we kick off quali? Yeah, I mean, uh, there wasn't much to talk about from quali. I watched it. Did I watch it? It was yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, I think you did because you were messaging me because I was I I, I was. Um, I'm pretty sure I was out. I've been the last few weeks for me have just been. I don't remember anything. I've gone up and down to York. I've moved out the flat there. I've moved back home, and I've been doing. I had a a load of my mates deciding to go on holiday in the bloody place as I was trying to leave. So it's just been nonstop. So I did. Mi- I think I did miss it. But I one thing I did catch was uh, Hamilton being a naughty boy in the pit lane again. Go on, go on. Slowing Why down. Slowing down deliberately in the pit lanes for stupidly slow speed to stop the two Red Bulls setting a lap. Like, that was really unsportsmanlike. But he also carried it out onto the track. So, luckily, um, Max got through. Perez didn't. They both should have got through on the zero, you know, when it's a... Um, because Max decided to do a slowish lap, quite slow. So it meant, like... Him and Max couldn't really set a faster time than what he's already set, because even if you cross the line at zero, the speed would not. It wasn't usually you speed up the end of the corner to you. You start your flying lap. Okay, yes, they speeded up a bit, but even then, nothing was going to be as quick as the previous. So, no, which I feel like I was absolutely gutted with Perez because there was nothing he could have done. And I felt bad for Max because even the commentators from the start were like, this is slow. This is a slow lap. Yeah. Why is he holding everyone yeah. else up? Yeah, it was, it was just being selfish. Just, I think, it, I was just thinking that's not going to help him from last week's from the critics. Yeah. Everyone, you know, hammering. I don't agree with what um, the back, some of the backlash he got with the whole, um, them doing racial slurs at him. I yeah. do not agree with that. Right, you know, He's like, uh, yeah, he the, wasn't the I don't agree with how far they took it. No, and it, it was nice to see the other drivers saying, "Whoa." Yeah, there, 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 there was know? a point that was they are going too far. But the my, this is my bigger issue with like the way he just acts. Like, yeah, you can't stop me. I'm the I, I'm the person on top, and I do what I want. Like the fans booed him at. He, at the Horong uh, ring and said and thought it was absolutely outrageous what he did. Like, it's the same level as Alonso refu- deciding to sit in the pit longer that, to slow down Lewis in the race. Like, it was that level of pettiness that it's Alonso's grown up and doesn't do that anymore, but Hamilton seemingly is more than happy to um, be that petty, to try and get that advantage there. And I just... I don't know. I I thought it wasn't. It was horrible to see, and it, it, the others just didn't break the gentleman's agreement of overtaking in that lap because the others could have just overtaken him, but they didn't because it would ruin his lap, and they would be the ones who would be criticised. And yet he's mm-hmm. he just sits there and goes, "Yeah, I can do what I want," and 
that was it. Um, but I also feel like I also feel like the statement that Red Bull made was we're going to continue being decent drivers, decent yeah. you know thing. And I feel like it's just showing the flaws of Mercedes. Yeah, they're they're looking they're that and desperate. As well. Yeah, they're that desperate. They'll go that low. That that is it's that's not that's not the type of racing Nicky Lauda would have endorsed, is it? No. Right, but they would have got a massive bollocking from yeah. Nicky Lauda. Uh, it's just pathetic desperation that they're realizing they may not be the top anymore. Um. I don't know, it, but the, the problem is we're talking about this drama here. There's drama further down at the back of the back of the pack, isn't there? I know I mentioned it with. See, I didn't, I didn't know about this, so I was quite curious when George was talking to me about it, and I was a bit like, "Oh, yeah." I'm sort of like good on you, but at the same time, I was a bit like, "Oh, oh no," and then I don't know. It's just yeah. Yeah. Well, for those who haven't well, guessed, um, with, this is the very public Schumacher has spat that happened following fp3 um after mick, mick lost it it was windy it's windy it was really warm or was it, it was either warm it was a warm humid day with a lot of wind and mick lost it and ended up in the barrier in fp in fp3 and steiner not even or gunter sorry not even talking to his driver before he said a word to mick he went out Gave a press in, he gave a press release and said, "This is a, this is outrageous. He shouldn't have done it. He's being too careless. He's a, he's a rookie, um, but he's going to cost. He's wasting our money here." I'm sorry, but Mazepin has smashed his car up so many times and doesn't have a single statement. But Mick does this once, and then that's it. Well, yeah, that's not done it once. He's had it. He's done it a couple of times. He's done it two or three. But when he's done it, he's done it. About the same time it was Mazepin, and no point did Mazepin have a public statement of denunciation, essentially, from your team principal about behaviour. And then he gets back, and Schumacher, uh, Schumacher says that I'm very disappointed in the team and Gunter for doing this. He pu- publicly kicks back and has a has an argument with his principal in the public eye, and then moves on, gets to the race day, has an amazing weekend, Mick Schumacher, isn't he? That on the race day running in the points for half of it, fighting with Verstappen, fighting with with Hamilton over 10th, and really going at it and proving how big his elbows really are in that car. And at the end of it, like Gunter's trying to all be really nice about Mick, and Mick's dad, uh, Mick's uncle, sorry, um, Ralph says, hold on a minute, this is either you should have apologised by now or we should be apologising to him because you that was completely out of line. But it does show the problems and the split that is going on now within Haas over Gunter is trying to balance a, t- a very, will be a very famous driver and the possib- and the, the ability to keep Haas as a team afloat. But also just the fact that, you know, I'm not saying Mazepin, he's not the greatest driver, but also the fact that he spins and crashes and also Schumacher spins. If it's happening a lot, I know we at the start we were, you know, as a spins, but maybe it's the car, maybe it's not them. Yeah. Well, the the car is rubbish. Let's be, let's face it. The car is last year's car, yeah. which was also last the year before that's car. It spins out of a t- if you put your foot on the brake, it's spin- on the on the on the accelerator, it will spin. It will and get a tank slapper. A little bit of if you you brake at the wrong time and you get a bit of headwind, you're going straight into a barrier. But it is an undrivable car. 
why is he blaming Schumacher? He's done amazing already for the team, yeah. having fights and trying to overtake and like battle with Alfa Romeo, yeah. Williams. Like he's tried his absolute hardest. Yeah, he was really going for and it. And again, keeping title rivalries behind you mm. who have got quicker cars. Okay, yes, Max had a lot of damage, but still Mercedes couldn't overtake. Yeah. They, they had nothing on him. That that was the irony that he was just getting away with so much, and without a bat of an eyelid at all, he was just yeah, this is fine, not a problem. And that that was it. And it was just like uh, it just shows that it's what I'm concerned about is there is a lot of money coming through Mazepin's dad, and um, and in terms of what is actually happening there at the team, and that is my that's my worry that they're gonna look. I think Ferrari are gonna pull. Schumacher out at the end of this season. They're going to either put him to Alfa Romeo or find somewhere else on the grid for him. And this is the problem. There's a lot of rumours. and there's, So Kimi could retire. So we could see Kimi go. Then the rumour is that Bottas could be moving to Alfa Romeo, um, which is a would be a very interesting move. But the other one, and then that, but then that doesn't leave a seat for Schumacher. Whereas if we Kimi retires, Schumacher to Alfa Romeo, and for some reason I'm hearing very odd rumours about um, Stroll and his um, and his connections to Mercedes that have started to appear. We're all going to Mercedes. Yes, there's a there's a, I can't remember who wrote the article this week and said there's a couple of rumours going around the pack at the moment about how Stroll has had the Strolls are getting a bit more buddy buddy with well, they're already buddy buddy with Mercedes anyway, but there there's a lot of talk going on and there could be a swap between Bottas because I know. I don't think George wants to go to Mercedes until Hamilton's gone. I I agree with even though there's been lots of rumors of him smiling and smirking, yeah. and it's a bit like he knows he's got he pretty much knows that to see uh well, if he wants it now, he could have it now. Yeah. But I think it'll be not a good move no. for him to go with Hamilton not because he will be second fiddle. Yeah, no, and that's that's my that's what my concern is. And that is I think he needs he wants his own space. And this is now the worry because we're now gonna have we could have a very odd team at Aston Martin with Bottas and Vessel, which I think would be a very good pairing, if I'm honest. I think so. Um I think that'll be a good that'll be a cool that'll be really cool. But but it shows it means Bottas so. won't have a win. He won't win a world championship. Well Bottas is a very good driver and he's showing that and he's up there. I think with the Bottas and Vettel uh, pairing, they could do really well and get lots of points for the team. Not saying Scholl isn't bad, but I just feel like it'll be quite a good team. I I like that idea. Yeah, like I I still think um, there's a lot of possibility for a lot of weird moves going over because now we're in silly season. We should still see a little bit of someone's going to pull the trigger soon on a weird on a move. Also, Ocon. He Toto is his manager. Yeah. Well, that, that, the so S- I know Ocon. Yeah, but that that is, this is the problem. I was going to bring up Ocon. You've brought a very interesting tool because Ocon is well and truly screwed by all of it. He's got a contract with with Alpine until 2024, 2025. He's 24 already. See, I thought. It was going to be Ocon and George at Mercedes once Hamilton and Bottas has left. That was yeah. my 
Because they're the only two that are contracted technically with Mercedes. Yeah. And I think they would be a good pairing. Yeah, I, I think they'll put Bottas as a senior driver, George as a junior. Yes, and then they would when bot they'll get Bottas out when make George the after a year or so yeah. or two years, then they'll get Ocon. Yeah, but that's the problem. Ocon is stuck in that contract with Alpine for a long while. 2024, 2025. Well, isn't Hamilton extended for another two years? Yeah, so Hamilton's here until the end of 23. Well, then that makes sense. It depends, though, if they're actually, if Bottas kicks around or if Hamilton goes for another year after that. It's getting, it gets later and later, and we're going to get start to see the problem which Ricardo's got is Ricardo's now into his 30s, and that was it. Ricard, that's the, Ocon is going to be, I reckon, the next Ricardo in this sense, where he's just going to be there and not get anywhere major into, into his teeth, into his career until much older. Uh, and I feel sorry for him because he's being screwed over by it because he's just not in the running and in the conversations at all. Hopefully, after this weekend, it's spoiler alerts if you haven't watched. Um, hopefully, this is giving him like I can lead a race under pressure. Mm. I can do everything Hamilton can do. Yeah, and same George can do. So yeah, because he, 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 he this work this works heavily in his favour because I know Alonso. I think Alonso saw it coming. He was, I don't care, I want him to win the race because I think this could be the only chance he may ever get to win in a Formula One race. Alonso also worked bloody hard yeah, for he, him. Yeah, he did. But then, so, and this he is Hamilton day as much as possible. And I liked how at the end Ocon thanked him yeah. and brought him into the podium, uh, brought him into the celebrations and the thing. Yeah, definitely. And did you and see... Say, I won this because of this guy. Yeah, he, he was right. And did you see... Um, Science did the same thing. Science slowed down to give Alonso DRS deliberately. He, he so he given he gave an interview recently, um, yesterday and said, "Yeah, I I slowed down to give Alonso DRS because he even wanted Ocon to not get caught." Like I just thought the pat the grid was just going for it and really doing it both of them. Like Alonso, ten laps of I am the widest car on track, and then Science dropping a gear to give Alonso the DRS boost to keep it going. Like, I thought it was masterclass. Really was. Like, I know we, we jumped, we've just launched ourselves slightly into the race, and I think that's probably the best transition for it because I was gushing at that. <laughs> the the, the um, chance to see Alonso getting back into his prime. At four, he's 14, and he's still going for it. But also... For for Sites to admit that publicly, yeah. and for Alonso to work extra hard, even though it wasn't for a win, proves that maybe the grid is turning against Hamilton. I think it is. Like, I, I I think they're not. Um, I don't. I I think the grid is getting a bit irritated with her. Like, um, I think I think he's just he's served his time, and that's that. I think I don't I can't see this going on for a long while like this the for grid are going to say so for better for also the public announced um, previously about stuff with Hamilton I know he's technically was a Red Bull driver but he's he's not anymore but for him he's also a character on the grid and one of the oldest on the grids and won titles but him to say that as well yeah I, they, they, they've just I, they've just decided the grid are just seeing going like this 
weekend in the last few weeks. So I think this is probably a good point to start talking about that turn one incident slightly. Yes. Yes. So but who would you blame? Bottas or Norris? Bottas. Yeah, I, well, that's what I would say. But there's there, the, the Michael Massey come out and said Norris is also at fault for being breaking too late. And but I would got every right to break late. Yeah, he's going into the corner first. Oh no, breaking too early. Sorry, but don't matter. It's his corner. Also, it's wet. Yeah, I know. They, they were it's just really, taking. You're breaking, you're breaking a lot later anyway. Yeah. They were taking the mig, is what they were doing. Um, and this is, but nonetheless, Bottas, honestly, the, the jokes of Toto giving team order for Operation Torpedo took four cars out in that because he weren't paying attention. And damaged more cars. Yeah. Maybe six cars. Let me look at it. Well, he caused, um, so he caused, he went, he went into Lando, he then went into Perez, who then went into, Perez then took out, um, hit Max. Um, no, no, Bottas hit Max. Uh, Bottas hit Max. Max and hits Perez, and then Stroll trying to avoid it, cut the corner, lost it, torpedoed into Leclerc. Leclerc hit no, Norris. Perez and Max. Max and Perez. Yeah, yeah, but Stroll tr- cut across to avoid it, and Stroll lost it and couldn't break, and that's he then went into Leclerc and Ricardo. There's two separate accidents yeah. that took place, but caused by Bottas. And then it then red then the red flag and then it wiped out Norris retired because he couldn't continue. Um, Stroll retired, Ooh, he retired straight away. And like that was that red flag was just killed. And I felt so, Max's floor damage was so bad that they couldn't finish it. They couldn't finish repairing it under they the red flag. Yeah, like them working so hard on the floor. Yeah, they tried so hard to get everything to go. Um. And also, Perez is Pep's talk to Max, like, come on, you can get points in this, come on. Yeah. Like, he's just, it was, he, Max tried so hard that race, and he he was so desperate, wasn't he, to get that. I think that just proves how good of a racer he was. His yeah. car was was basically a Williams or a Haas. Yeah. He it, it, it was, it was just... He was so close there. Like, just can't believe it. It, it was one of them which just ruined. I have a feeling there was some other damage on some other cards. Yeah, everyone got hit. Yeah, every, everyone got hit badly. And that's why I, I just don't, they just didn't, um, it just didn't work out very well, did it? And that's, that's my problem. Shall we move on to the race restart? Um. Yes. Well, the restart. <laughs> that picture was great. That was quite funny. I can't believe that. So, Russell. I think Russell sent um on the radio saying, um, everyone's gonna pit, get ready. Everyone's gonna yeah. come in. Uh, it's ready now because it was meant to rain during the race and then dry up. So obviously yeah. it's rained during the during the red flag. Yeah. So everyone was like, it's dry now. Let's let's go in. Hamilton obviously leaving the race. He decided to stay on track while literally everyone yeah. else. Well, this so, this was the problem because everyone else said before they take the formation lap that they were going to pit. So that Hamilton, because you're not allowed to use your radio when you're on the formation lap. 
formation up his radio silence. So the drivers just come in because they knew it was coming. Hamilton just was like, yeah, no, I think it's fine and stayed out. And then ends up at the back of the pack at the restart. Even though he's the only car on track, he then is actually 17th or whatever it was, 14th at the end. And during that, Russell decides to undertake in the pit lane. He comes out of his pit and just drives past six cars. And was just like, yeah, I'm going to just slot in here. And then dives in front of Ocon. And, and then gets forced by the FIA to give the places back. To avoid a penalty. Which was just... it was just, I yeah. couldn't believe it. If, if he didn't do that, and he was, didn't get caught, he would, have been, he would have led a race. He would have led a Grand Prix again in a Williams. He was second in a Williams. I just think that's just shocking, isn't it? Right. Yeah, we were all like, oh, he's, he's dropping places. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then we were like, oh. Like, just, I couldn't believe it. So, I just thought it was just unbelievable. I think it was great, though. Like, the, oh, it's cool. that whole thing of what happened there. Like, although we had a lot of unsafe releases, didn't we? It's right. So, there's quite a few. And one of them yes, was also Okay. But also, it was a busy pit. Yes, there's been there was busy pits, but Alfa Romeo were just letting them go, <laughs> like and poor old. Matt, fun time! I'm actually going to feel sorry for Mazepin because he's trying to come into the pit, and Kimi just goes straight into the side of him and knocks his wheel off and ends his race. Like, I can only imagine Gunter and to the to the no the Alfa Romeo and, and team principal and Gunter are actually quite close. I can only imagine Gunter's reaction, at what happened there, like. Yeah, but it's the it's the team letting them out. I felt bad for Kimi for the penalty. I feel like it should have been a fine because technically he was given the okay. Yeah. Like yeah, that's the I I reckon it it could have um seen it. So, but I was just a bit I was a bit shocked if I'm honest. But it was just a few of them were just didn't I don't I didn't think they would have that issue, but it seems that they did. Now we talk about some battles that happened in the race. So the first battle that happened was the well Schumacher um Hamilton Verstappen battle for well tenth eleventh place. Yeah, that was well that was just amazing, wasn't it? Well, the only midfield battle that we've ever seen because it was between two two title rivalries for this season. Yeah. And bless Ocon, he was driving away all those some other battles like between Vettel and Ocon that wasn't being shown. Which is sad. That's the problem. Because they, they, they were just like, oh, he's ahead. And everyone was just trying to follow that Hamilton Verstappen because there was more people more interested in the title fight. But actually, to be honest, this is a once in a season. There's always one race a season where it's something like this happens. But it's the once in the season thing. And they just just let it go. That Vettel and Ocon were pushing so hard, and what what happened with Vettel at the end when he loses it and ends up not being able to give a fuel sample is because he was pushing that hard. Like the whole issue with this fuel sample thing is, that, as you pointed out before, they do not need a lead to a fuel to test. A test tube, yeah. that's it. Yeah. So I was just very disappointed. So probably. Right. Okay. Yep. Probably maybe, you know, you know when you get in your COVID home testing kit, yeah. maybe three sample those max. I know. Like they just, I didn't think it was just needed the way it was, but it was just outrageous. I felt so sorry for him. He worked so hard. 
and they ruined it. So. So the other battle that we had mentioned before was Alonso being the biggest car on track with Hamilton and then the Ocon and Vettel battle. Yeah. Um, they were really good races. Um, Alonso just being a beast. Oh, that that honestly reminded me. That was un. That that brought me like tears to my eyes seeing that again because I just thought it was a something I'd never seen in I hadn't I had never seen Alonso like that. I don't remember him like that in all the time that I've been actively watching F1. And to see him back to like what his golden years were when he was in the sport at Renault. And it that's the thing, he won he won first time at, at, at Hungary with Renault and this is just over a de- over a decade and a half later that they're repeating the same thing as the Alpine. But also what I lo- loved was Ocon's comment to the press saying, you know, Alonso had so much stick about coming to teams and like not, well, I didn't say destroy them, but he said, you know, not get along with them. Yeah. Alonso did nothing but great for me, give me the confidence I need, mm. helping me out for this win and helping the team out. Yeah, it, it was it was just exactly what he, um, it was just, he, he played the bigger man. He, he could have maybe had a chance to win, but he didn't need to. He just did. He just kept his head down and knew right. I need to. I need to go and support my um. Go and support my my teammate, and that's who I need. To, that's talk- what I need to do. If we're talking about supporting your teammate, let's talk about George's oh, um, yeah. radio call. That was that was amazing, wasn't it? George knew. Wasn't Latifi up in the top three or? The, yeah, Latifi was second, I think, at one point. And George radioed saying, whatever strategy you had or whatever it is, Latifi takes priority. Yeah. If he wants to pit first, he pits first. If he wants to, if that's better for him, prioritize yeah. him. He, he, he did the honorable thing, didn't he? He said, don't let me ruin Nikki's race, ruin my race and keep Nikki in there. And they ended up both in the points, didn't they? They had, they, that was unheard of, that. I thought that was just, I couldn't believe it. I just thought it was a lovely message. Sorry. I just thought it was a lovely message for her to say that. Yeah. You know, not that the, the team would probably all would prioritise him because he was high up, but for him to say, don't worry about me, you know, you wouldn't hear Lewis say that no, about Bottas. Never. He would, yeah, he would never say that at all. He would, just, he would, he would, he would push him and, and try and get a reaction or ruin it. He wouldn't be that reasonable i just thought it was really nice i just thought it was lovely yeah. that's all so did i so um well have we got anything else on about the race because i think we've we have milked this race i think i don't to digest and again i feel bad for red bull yeah not their fault mercedes plowed them over um and what what did Bottas get as a penalty? He got three grid prices in the next race. Uh, no, five. What was that? Five. Okay. He got five. What, so so just if he qualified second or third, he still starts in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, it, it's very disappointing. I think slightly with how that's gone. But if they were blaming, uh, not if they were blaming um, Norris, does that mean he's going to get some penalty points? Yeah, like. I, I just can't I mean, believe he's going to have a race ban. Yeah. 
But they, I, I don't think Nor- they're not going to chase Norris. I think that's it. They left Norris as he is. They've closed the matter now. But Massey did kind of hint that he was very disappointed um, with it, if I'm honest. But, yeah. Just one last quick thing to say. Um, Hamilton didn't get fastest lap, hmm. which was great. Um, it was Gasly that took it away from him. Yeah, I know. That was. I thought that was great. I thought. I, in the last second, he was like, oh, I'm going to do it, and then ruined. I also feel like Toro Rosso was like, let's just do one for Red Bull. I think, that yeah, they, they wanted to help them a little bit, didn't they? Just to... It also benefits, it also benefits Toro Rosso if, if Red Bull do well, you know? Um, they yeah. share the same... They, it, yeah, they, 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 want, they wanted that extra benefit, didn't they, of the support, just to see. Um, and I, I think it, it's good. Sometimes junior teams wind me up, but this time I thought, oh, this is this is reasonable. And I, I do feel like Max and Perez did probably thank them. Yeah, I, they they they, they they they're just denying as many points as they can, and I think that's good. So I I think that was a a very good weekend for them. Anyway, they've got what did they get fifth and they got sixth and seventh, didn't they? Or fifth and sixth, like they got they got a horde of points, and it's good to see Yuki actually keeping his head down and doing the right thing, even if he got told to swap and he got he started getting very expletive on the radio. <laughs> yeah, but it was probably to let Gasly get the fastest lap. It was. Probably. It was. It was a great arranged strategy to make sure he doesn't get hampered. And he was moaning that, and Yuki said, oh, "Why? Why is really expletive? Did you let him force me to give the place to him? He isn't going that fast." But it was more for time management. Really? Yeah. So, um, but hey hi. So, do you want to go right. into some uh, of our predictions of what we got and how we lasted? Uh, yes, I will. But first, I'll say we're also going to post our scores and what our ratings are online. That's my little bit. Yep. So, for the British Grand Prix with our predictions, we both said Verstappen, Pole. We both got points for that. <laughs> No, I don't think we did because oh, Hamilton no, sorry, got no. pole. Oh no, we didn't. No, we didn't get points. Oh, I had a really no, bad no. week. Sorry, I'm looking at the wrong. We're lo- I'm lo- we're looking at no, the wrong I week. I was at the wrong bit. <laughs> anyway, so we put Max. We didn't get points for a top five. Um, so I put Max first. You put Hamilton first. You're quite close to that one. Yeah. I put Hamilton second, which I got a point for. I wouldn't have. If it wasn't, no. If Vettel didn't get disqualified, there. you would have, uh, you would have got away with it. You wouldn't have got any points like me. No, I would have for Alonso. Oh, you, ah, oh, you would. You would have got a point anyway. Ah, oh. damn it! I went a bit rogue a little bit. Yeah, you did, but it worked out for you. It seems like yeah, it did. You, you somehow um, managed to. How do I say? Like, amazing. You, you, that, that rogue choices have just worked out for you. Yeah. So then you put Max second. I put Perez. You put Bottas. Um, I put Norris as a rogue, rogue choice. I thought he could do really well. Usually he's a consistent there. Yeah. You put Perez and you put Norris. And then I put Alonso because... 
I do. I did, I thought Bartos was an awful week. I thought, you know, I thought something was going to happen. And I also put science Ricardo Leclerc before, so I thought, why not give Alonso his, his birthday weekend? Yeah. Well, it, it was great, wasn't it? I thought he was going to have a bit, of, a bit of a fight. Yeah. And I'm actually happy he actually got fourth in the end because it just proves he's still a good driver and still got it. Yeah. He, he proved that he may be faulty, but he still is a formidable force in Formula One, no matter what. So with both weeks tallied up, adding to the things from last week's, I'm on 19 and George is on 23. I'm catching up. Oh, I know. I know. I've lost my lead. I couldn't believe it. We had double my score at one point. I know. I really got to hope my guesses for, for Spa are going to help me. So for the Belgian Grand Prix, which is at Spa, um, we've put, I've put Verstappen on pole. You've put Hamilton. Yeah, I, I think we may. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm only hoping. You're hoping. I'm hoping. I, the one well, time, because I don't, I, I think Mercedes may have a better car now with the recent technical directive changes. I just want some points. I don't, I just need points. I need to get my lead back. But would you rather Max, though? Uh, I would rather Max, but I would, I'm not, I, would, I thought I've got to change it out, and he's the only other person that I could have feasibly to get a pole position at Spa. Yeah. Could have gone Bottas. I don't think. I bet it'll be Bottas or Perez after all this. It probably will be. But, yeah. So yeah. I just want Max to well he finished the race last week, but I want him to do well. Mm. Um so I put Max P1. I'm hoping he'll score some points. He needs it, not gonna lie. Yeah. It, it is, it is, what is it, eight points ahead now, isn't he? Hamilton. Yeah, but that's still that's still how many points if he does 25 points when he wins and what's second place when 20 yeah uh, 18 i think it is it's 18 points okay so that's doable yeah it is definitely doable i think he's just uh i think it's going to be close to say the least i think spa, spa was all, i always like spa and i think spa has always been good yeah spa is a good track i like spa yeah um then i got hamilton second yeah well, you put Verstappen, yeah. yeah. Um, our top three are the same with Perez. Mm. Again, want him to finish a race. Yeah, I know it'd be nice. He's had two, was yeah, two weeks. He, he hasn't finished a race. Yeah, he's had he's had a bad he's had a bad end of the first half of the season. But again, I don't think either were his fault. No, none of them were. He's just he's just been the unlucky person to how do I say be there. Sadly, yeah. and uh, that's the problem. It's that sad reality, how, isn't it? I was found it funny how Bottas took out both Red Bull drivers. I know he's just like Operation Torpedo, massive success, isn't it? Like, yeah, both just... Red Bull drivers. Sorry, that's just yeah, like that's. I just can't believe it. It was the worst outcome, and it's cost Red Bull millions, hasn't it? Right. Yep. Then I went with Norris. Then you Dude, went with Bottas. Yeah. Well, I I I think Norris will be fifth. I, I've got a hope that Perez and that finish in the top four. 
Just hope. I'm I'm debating Ocon. Or do I think or do I think science? I originally went with science. Uh, you gotta take your pick. You gotta guess. I'm gonna go science. My my gut feeling was science, not I'm gonna go science. You're gonna see what the what what the Ferrari guy can do. Yeah, I think he, he's gonna do well. I think he could be there. Um Depends on Leclerc though, but Yeah, well I, I think no. science has always been um always been um there. So I think Sainz is slowly proving himself and getting into Ferrari. Yeah. Okay. Sainz. Quite like him, so it's all good. So final thoughts. I hate Mercedes. <laughs> I think that is my my final thought. That's off the off the cuff after all the discussion that we've had. But I know you've got some you more serious my, you've got more serious final thoughts. I, 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 yeah, I have had enough. I've had enough. Like the rest of the grid. Yeah, yeah everyone has just had enough of it all. They want they wanna they want something done about it. So um and the more serious thing was there's a Schumacher documentary. Mm-hmm. Um and what is interesting is it's got lots of F1 racing stars like David Corsard. Put it up here. Uh it's got Bernie Eccleston, Sebastian Vettel, Mickey Heineken, Damian Hill, um, David Coulthard, and some other F1 mm. drivers. What's also interesting, it's also got private footage from the family. That's because the production is in cooperation with the Schumacher family archives. Um, mm. And it's also got interviews from his wife, um, his father, Schumacher's farm, father, I can't talk today. Um, his brother Rao, um, and his children. So that includes Mick, who's on the grid. Yeah, no, I, I, I think this will be. It's the first time he's ever. Um, the family are doing such a public, in like set of engagements, and this I think is really significant. Um, about what and it I also think is. The release date. Um, is also coinciding with um, his entry into Formula One 30 years ago. Mm. So it's quite a nice release date. You know, release date. Um, I hopefully it'll give us a bit of an insight into how he is now, but I don't think so. I don't think they'll they'll maybe mention skiing or maybe mention maybe. that he's not well. Yeah. But I don't know. I hope I hope they say something because everyone wants to know how he is and if he's okay and. And they, yeah. they've said he's improving. I, 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 he's improving. I, yeah, I think they're going to be very quiet on the matter. I, they, they've, I don't think they've been quiet for the last 10 years. I think they're going to continue to stay quiet. I, I think it's going to mm. be a very easy only documentary about his life up until that point. And I think that'll be that. Um, and I don't think they're going to be, I don't think they're going to get engaged. Um, they're not going to get into details that heavy about it i don't think but it is a netflix documentary can we just say so you don't know no that's the thing we don't know so we we, we could we may we may see something different but doubt it i think it'll be sticking to his life his career and how well he's done 
and that'll be that. I hope so. And I think that will be. Um, I think it'll be good. I don't know when. Do you know when it comes out, or is it just soon? Fifteenth of September, twenty twenty one. Oh, okay. So, um, yes. Yeah, well, it was originally meant to be uh, released in. I it's, I read it somewhere. It was meant to be released earlier, um, but because they wanted to keep it all sent. They want they're going through the family issues with the center yeah. the extra the family. So it took a lot longer to to um to come together. together. Yeah. Um so I, I think it'll be a very good documentary. I think it it opens up very diff a, a lot more, doesn't it? So I hope so. Uh well, on that note, I think we should wrap up. We're uh, we're running short of time for part two. Of, we've, we've gone through quite a lot and we've this is a very detailed breakdown of how we of the hungarian grand prix so unless you've got anything else to add i think it's a good point to wrap up no just excited for spa one of george's favorite tracks it yeah. might be the favorite i can't remember no, Baku what is my the, favorite. Uh, spa comes up close oh, second yeah so well i hope you've enjoyed part two, episode 10 part two um and we will catch you all once we see what happens in Belgium. All right, see you then.